boy, howdy, how do I introduce this one? Yeah, these uh, these episodes are packed. The, I didn't the, think I... Go ahead, go ahead. assert yourself. <laughs> so, uh, I, I watched these... Uh, a couple really? weeks, a, a couple a couple weeks ago but it's like even between then and now i forgot just how packed they are so i didn't i watched them just this time after uh, years and uh mm-hmm. i don't know if it's as much as i forgot how packed it's just it doesn't matter if you remember how much is there or not. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of stuff that felt new. Mm-hmm. Like on this, I don't know, ninth or 10th viewing all this time later. But like, it, it, it it's like, okay, you know that feeling where <laughs> you start to feel, you start to get that feeling where it's like, this is, this is too much, too fast, and I, like, can't keep up with it. Mm-hmm. It was completely... Yeah. It was that again, but for a completely different reason. Because the first time I saw it... I mean, it's just freaking overwhelming <laughs> the first time yes. you watch this. Which, we're assuming, at like, anyone listening, you've now seen the whole show. So... Yes. There's episodes uh, uh, 24 through 27. No, 25 through 27. Everything's... Yeah. Everything's on the table now. It's all fair game. No more spoilers. But like, uh, finally, at the point where like the portal is opened and like the people on Earth can see what's happening, mm-hmm. like different already, like a million different things had happened up to that point. But like while that was happening, and I'm, it was like nostalgic, but for it, it was the same nostalgia triggered by a different thing. Where I remember the first time I was watching this around this time, like I it was just sensory overload. Like I was just like, I I can't comprehend like the fact that they could see through the sky what was happening and it was just yeah. the scale and everything. This time, it was at about this point in the show where I'm just like, there's so much symbolism in this that I'm not going to get this on one go through. And I'm just going to have to be OK with that because I was <laughs> starting and stopping it so many times just to write everything down that was going through my head. Because I was like, I, I'm going to forget this. There's so much. I, I'll end up forgetting a lot of it. And I don't want I don't want to not have anything to talk about. I don't know why I was so afraid of that. I clearly was <laughs> not going to have to worry about that. But it was at that point in these last episodes that I was just like, I'm not going to do it this time. It's not going to be definitive for myself. It's just mm-hmm. not going to be able to be there. Uh, oh, shucks. Going to have to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess. <coughs> hmm. If there's anywhere to start, just so we keep this somewhat organized, we can just say, you know, okay, well, episode 25. Yeah, yeah. So Start episode twenty five. <laughs> Gosh. All right. So here, let me. That was that was when right. they were like. It basically starts off with them saying, "Uh, the the uh, space is turning into ocean, or it's being perceived to us as if it's like ocean." According to Lee Ron. Yeah. 
the hyper dense uh, space time continuum. Yeah, it was. They had a name for it, or they either had a name for that, or they had a name for the phenomenon, which was a uh, it. Yeah, yeah, it was a death spiral field. So like, as yeah. soon as it, as soon as you used spiral energy, it was then converted into like mm-hmm. anti spiral energy. So the answer to that was to create it faster than it could convert. And I'm just like, of course it is. <laughs> of course, it's exactly how you're going to get around this. <clears throat> it's, it's more like more like Simon just decides that that's what he's going to do, not even knowing if it's going to work. That's just, it's right. a, well, what are we going to do? Not produce spiral energy? And then when they find out that there's something at the bottom creating it, well, then it's like, okay, then we're going to drive down its gullet. Yeah. I, I, I wrote down as like uh, kind of the the message of that was like, when you try to do good, you will learn how difficult that is. Mm-hmm. So it's like the the death spiral field. It's like, yeah, that is the environment's reaction to you trying to do the right thing. Yeah. that That is, that is the... Uh, we talked about that in previous episodes where it's kind of like the the supervillain MO is to try to convince you that or, or uh, not convince you that necessarily that doing the right thing is doing the wrong thing, but almost like uh, take it revenge. Pointless. Well, th- there's there's it's pointless. But then I, I think I was more specifically talking at some point where it's like if you do this right thing then there will be blood on your hands because I will then do this right, this wrong thing in response. Oh yeah. 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 You know, it's kind of, it's, you know, coercion where it's like, don't do good because of coercion. That's basically the death spiral field, but also right. what a freaking image. And like the, the concept of like, don't let we're, we're they were saying we're taking on water, but it's like, Oh, we're actually taking on space. And I'm Don't like, let any more space get in. Yeah, like closing off the chambers like a submarine. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, well, what is space? It is the absence of anything. It is nothing. Yeah, the vacuum. So it's like, what? It's nothingness behaving as if it's chaos. Mm-hmm. Because water is chaos. Chaos is potential. But it is like trying to be the inversion of potential, being like replacing it with despair. So it's like the spiral energy being produced, the reaction to that is space like in nothingness trying to compress down on you to be like, stop doing that. Stab it. The nihilism. Exactly. And it's like the anti-spiral is nihilism. Mm -hmm. If if. It needed to be obvious. <laughs> it it wasn't because it was cool instead. It just used a cool image that just it just works. Yeah, it's so interesting. Like even on watching this again, it's like I've never I've never come to question <laughs> anything that happens in it. Like, you know, we, it's a bunch of freaking nonsense. And then you just go with it. <laughs> right. But it's that's the thing is that. There's some nonsense that you just can't abide. <laughs> right. Because it, it really is just nonsense. Right. But the, there's there's something about the nonsense in Gurren Lagann <clears throat> that it's like 
it, it just it just works. <laughs> yeah, or it, and it comes off that way, and I think it mm-hmm. that's its intent is to come off as if it just works. Even yeah. when they're even when they're like you're seeing it happen, and then they explain what's happening. It's mm-hmm. not like they're really explaining what it is. They're almost kind of like keeping you off the scent. Like Leron explaining that it, that that space is turning into water, basically, or mm-hmm. it's being perceived as water. That almost like is to keep you from questioning it too much, and it without giving the you the actual like just here's what we meant in the script by this. Whereas the bad kind of tell is this is what you're supposed to be feeling at this point in the script. It doesn't do that. This is the metaphor. Yeah. It's like, this is, this is Leron grappling with what is happening. And this is his explanation for it. But like what is happening is the, the reaction to spiral life forms is like the the effect of the the effective immune system response from those that would oppose spiral life forms mm-hmm. is the crushing pressure of nothingness and it's like yeah uh that works which is funny because it's also an inversion of what water is because Water is chaos in life and potential. Yeah. So yeah. the opposite of nothingness. Like space is almost complete order. Where it is just, it's the absence of any potential because there's nothing there. You know, you can't start a fire in space. There's nothing to start a fire with. Yeah, it is a complete lack of potential. There's no uh, combustion or there. there's no like clashing together of elements in space there's just no elements whatsoever all of the things that are in space have coagulated into little pockets yeah like the earth with all of its oceans so when people are like uh deep sea is kind of like space i'm like well in that we don't know exactly what's in there but uh with space what you do know is that okay where there's space there's actually nothing Right. It's it's the other stuff that isn't space that we don't know about. That's that's the real thing. It's like it's more like uh the ocean is kind of like the oceans on all the other planets. It's like we really don't know what's in any of them. Right. Not quite yet. Wonder how long that'll last. I think it'd be funny if we like figure out space travel and figure out how to like travel to other planets and terraform before we can figure out how to like make a good enough submarine to survive the crushing volume of the ocean. Because it's <laughs> so like, we run into the same problem on yeah. another planet. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, we terraformed it. What's at the bottom of the outer ocean? Mm. Dang it! <laughs> it's like the it's like Again. the scene in Finding Nemo where they're just like, now what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like wait, it's the same. Po- it's like when you, st- it's like you start a bunch of video games and you never finish them. <laughs> it's like hey, I'm at the same point. I'm just kind of I, I don't know how to get past this part. I'll just start another one. Uh, <gasps> episode twenty five is basically uh, well, hold on, let me make sure. Yeah, this is basically Keaton's episode. 
Mm-hmm. He has like a a little arc where he, he gets his family. Mm-hmm. He he also uh, gives a terrible speech. <laughs> like he doesn't quite know what he's trying to say. Just ah, y- you know. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know what I'm what I'm getting at, and like uh, talking about how like he can't say he can't say it like communist said it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I liked the way that, I, and I, yeah, you want to talk about the show's full of all this stuff. I forgot about this. I'm glad I wrote it down. Thank you, past Tim. But uh, the thing where Yoko's talking to Kamina and she says, uh, "Well, Simone was pulling us from the top. You pushed and shoved from the bottom." Mm-hmm. And it was like, "Yes, that's perfect." Because like when Ke- when they were deciding a long time ago, like right after Kamina died, they were deciding that it's like, "Well, Keaton has to be the leader, right?" And it's like Keaton's not a leader, and that's okay. It's okay right. that Keaton isn't a leader. He was kind of, he was one of the boys. He was just like, he was part of that ragtag group. He fit in with them. And they kind of, he he was sort of their leader, more like. He wasn't really a leader for the whole group or for the people. He was more like, he he was a leader for that battalion. That was, yeah. where, they, that was where he needed to stay. And then he's the the last of them to go out. <clears throat> Mm. Also, uh, I, I wrote down because when he uh, leaves the ship in Space King Keton, which is they uh, were talking about how the gunmen are basically hybrids, so they can run on spiral power, but they can also run on electric power. Right. And I don't know. Something about that jumped out to me. Where it was like. Like being able to to work off of both, being able to work off of both, and then what is both? So sp- spiral power being like the human Willpower spirit. Willpower evolution, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like that the the divine spark within humans. But then, if that like if if you're it, okay, I'm trying to think. Of, I would say that electricity is like a like the analog for like consistency. Like even it, like the routine. That's not really what I mean. It's not really where I'm getting from. Going, wait, okay. coming from, getting to. What am I? I, I can't use words. Um, <clears throat> I was looking at it as like spiral power. I'm just looking at spiral power. Spiral power. Like that. That's the metaphor. But uh, with electrical power, it was kind of like now they can use electrical power as a backup once they've run out or once using that makes things worse on them or something. Mm-hmm. I kind of looked at it as almost like the gunman running on electricity is more or less a garment of skin or it's like, this is the tool that is here to help you when you can't help yourself. Hmm. Okay. That, I don't know that, that spread. And it was kind of odd that they point that out. Like they almost kind of spent, a certain amount of time on it where it's like this is the place where the engineers are like helping all of the other humans like this is a big group of meat-headed warriors who are you know 
making the mechs run on their own spiritual energy. But uh, in case, or if and when that runs out, they can still use technology. They can still use these tools to get the job done. And it doesn't necessarily mean they're, like, wrong for doing that. Yeah, and that's kind of why I was thinking, um, like, consistency. <clears throat> and, you know, just finding the, like, knowing the things that you can do uh, while you're in that kind of burnt out or soulless state. Where it's just like, I know that this is good and this is what I should do, so I'm going to do that. Kind of, that like, that was kind of my mentality with it. Yeah, it, well, it kind of reminded me, because... Uh, from Dr. Stone, there's mm -hmm. that thing where uh, Sukasa is averse to any form of technology. And he thinks that it should all be based on strength and like mm -hmm. dominance and all, all technology should be should be crushed. And it's because, well, because technology gives the weaker people a chance to not be so weak. Yeah. I, it also gives the strong a chance to continue being strong. Mm -hmm. I don't know. For some reason that, that felt like that was important to me. Maybe just because of the times you're surrounded by the side effects of technology and the over-reliance on technology. And it's like, you know, this isn't inherently evil. Like this isn't something that can only produce uh, negative consequences. It's yeah. really, it's really the way that you're using it that has caused this to happen. It's almost like only, it's only when you have become severed. It's only when, when they've become severed from spiral power through their own doing that it becomes a, uh, uh, a bandaid and the treatment becomes worse than the disease. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, I mean, it doesn't even seem like a big thing in the show, but it stuck out to me, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Something to ponder. Uh, around that point, this is when uh, the anti-spiral started, like... They start laying on the propaganda, right? Mm -hmm. Which is funny. And they, they, uh, Lord Genome points something like this out at some point. I think it's in the next episode. Mm -hmm. But, uh... Sorry, I had to turn the lamp on. At this point... This anti-spiral are like they're they're having this fight and they're talking about you know the uh, that that thing that was at the center creating the uh, the death spiral field. <clears throat> they're starting to get close, or they're they're figuring out that they could maybe destroy that. And mm -hmm. like the anti-spiral is all about is is all doing like you're you're not special, like you're insignificant. You know, all of these other races have tried before you. And what I thought was cool was that the way Simone took that was other people made it this far, too. Yeah. It's like it just is in real time reframing all this propaganda where it's like, oh, I'm, we aren't the only ones who made it this far. Yeah. It's, it's like, like, no like, wonder oh, you're so afraid. <clears throat> it's like, man, how do they keep making it this far despite all of our resistance? But yeah, where he's saying, like, what you're doing isn't different from anything other people have done. 
and like in the grand scheme of things, you're insignificant. And it's like, you know, why don't you just shut up and kick my ass? <laughs> right. Put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Why are you still talking, bro? And, like, um, if you if you're saying you're gonna win, why do you gotta tell me? You could just beat me down. Yeah, and I mean, uh, Lord Genome actually like puts that into words when he's yes. like, "You're being awfully merciful." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Why are you using such elaborate and indirect means?" Mm-hmm. Which and they uh, blame it on uh, gathering data. Well, and here I, I don't want to jump to that quite yet, but it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. he does have an excuse, but that doesn't nullify like why. He's clear. They're clearly afraid of something, but mm-hmm. uh, with a, with a quote that they have later. But I'll, I'll get to that uh, when they're. Hmm. I'm trying to remember where this po- what point I was at when I wrote this note down, but Simone is like committing to like taking. He says something like taking in the regrets of all who failed. It's like, t- like, like carrying on his shoulders the dreams of the previous spiral races, <clears throat> who like were wiped out. Uh, this is when he's like trying to charge up, like they're they're trying to build those uh, drills. Yeah, and he's like getting exhausted, and then like Viral can't do anything. He just kind of has to sit there. And then you find out the Buta has sp- has spiral power, somehow. Right. And I can't I can't remember the exact wording of the uh, explanation that the Spiral King gives, but it was almost it was almost as if Buta it was kind of like a metaphor like Buta the little pigmole had co-evolved with Simo. Yeah, it's like to he, a degree. Had, he had received. Uh, as he he received secondhand smoke, uh, like evolution. Yes, and I was like, "Oh man, it's like I I I wonder if I should use the word, but there is a word that applies to this quite well. I mean, it's it's what happened with dogs. Hmm, like." Scientifically, we co-evolved with dogs, and they co-evolved with us. Mm-hmm. And you're you're looking at it, and it's like, okay, well, so the beastmen didn't have spiral power; they're like a they they were created to serve a purpose artificially, right? But this animal got a spi- has spiral power now, where the other animals didn't, specifically Buta did. But kind of the implication being in him kind of serving humanity, like, like being a part of this, he, he like, I don't know I'm, I'm trying, I'm, I'm kind of dancing around it just cause I don't want to, do you know what I'm getting at? I, I don't know what word you're getting at, Dominion. but I, I'm, 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 hmm. So, yeah. like, Simone having dominion over Buta, Buta can now produce spiral power. He's now serving the same purpose that Simone is. Like, that elevates him. That is what elevates him. Yeah. 
is him serving in this uh, greater story, <coughs> which then makes him more human. Like it anthropomorpha anthropomorphizes him later on. Yeah. And like gives him significantly more power than he would have had in. I mean, like what was, uh, what was Lord Genem saying? Like he is more powerful in his human form. Exactly. <clears throat> Just like the mechs are. Mm -hmm. It's like ta taking this form. Uh, so there's something, there's something just the slightest bit divine about it. But all of that leads to Keton sacrifice and him mm -hmm. having like arguably the best Giga Drill break ever being the key yes. King Keton Giga Drill break. But him being like in the moment, him saying, I'm not going to say any showy crap. <laughs> like he's <laughs> he's just going to do the move because he's not good at talking. What was what was his line? The see you later, bozos, or yeah, something see you like soon, that. Bozos. Yeah, it, it was that. It was see you soon, bozos. <clears throat> also, I remember, I remember thinking, like, I'm like, oh man, it really sucks for Yoko. Everyone she kisses dies. But at that point, it was like that was that was a kiss because he was gonna die. Where mm -hmm. it was like they just kind of knew before it was happening. Like yeah. that's that's the thing that Keaton is about to do, <clears throat> but that ends up uh, breaking whatever that thing was called. I can't remember what it was. The thing at the center of the uh, death spiral field. The the death spiral, death spiral machine. I think is what it was called. Okay. Or death spiral generator or something like that. It it, it did look. Huh. It looked like a machine. It looked more eldritch, but yeah. They destroy that. And as a result, which I don't remember this from any of the previous viewings, I think just because it was sensory overload. But mm -hmm. at this point, when they destroy it, I also almost every time that I've seen these episodes, it's like after 2 a.m. because I haven't been able to stop after getting to a certain point. But <laughs> right. this is like maybe that's messy with my comprehension. But uh, they, they destroy the machine mm -hmm. and all of that space turns out to have been like dead spiral energy and when the machine's yeah. destroyed it reconverts it back into spiral energy so it's like now all of the dreams of those dead races were resurrected right and like just started this is the logical outcome <laughs> i love i lord genome's commentary like throughout these is just great but like all of it starts getting like stored inside of Gurren Lagan. And then, you yeah. know, you get the reveal with Super Galaxy Gurren Lagan. <clears throat> and I mean, that's how that episode ends. Uh, I, I, one of the things that Lord Genome said was uh, theoretical calculations are pointless for you. Mm hmm. He's basically just like there was an almost zero percent chance of this happening. <laughs> he, he's just kind of <laughs> giving up. Right, <laughs> and, and earlier when he was talking to Liran, it was like the the chances of this, and he's like, "I know, it's crazy." <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I I, I like how <clears throat> I like how Liron has changed as time has gone on. Like he went from kind mm -hmm. of being uh, fascinated by this to now, it's like 
he is the one translating for all the other people that are like logically minded. Like he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, no, I know what you're thinking, but this is how this works. <laughs> the first of many. Yeah. So the the next episode, 26, is the is the TV episode. Right. The one that we've mentioned a million times, not right. just in covering this, but in covering <laughs> other shows, which I'm sure is really confusing when you hear someone say the TV episode. And it's like, we're not uh, these aren't shown on TV. Is it just what? What are they talking about? <laughs> kind of realize at some point I'm like, that's kind of really freaking confusing. But yeah. Basically, uh, I could have a whole podcast on this episode alone, and it's not even the finale, because mm-hmm. something occurred to me that didn't occur to me previously about this. Mm. And, uh, okay. well, we'll get there. <clears throat> okay. I like how 26 starts, because it's just right into the action. It's it's like, yeah, yeah you just came here from the previous episode, right? Because <laughs> it's like, <laughs> this this part, these these episodes were made for binging. Because yes. as soon as the episode starts, it's like the anti-spiral start grabbing planets to fling at them. It's like, oh, gosh, this is immediately super escalation of the combat. Oh, <clears throat> I'm actually looking at something right now. So episodes 21 and 22 were aired on the same day. 23 and 24 were aired on the same day. And 25, 26, 27 were all aired on the same day. Oh, so they knew. They yeah. knew what was happening. Oh, wait, nope, nope. This, the, let's see, that must have been, okay, that was the English release. In, uh, for the Japanese release, they, they were all aired a, uh, a week apart. What so for horrors the have befell the East? <laughs> for the English release, yes, they did it. Uh, they, they, they clumped it up for the, the last. Uh, it's because they had them. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we, we can just show these. So uh, this this feels like this needs to be shown this way. Yeah. Imagine waiting an entire week between each of these three. Yeah. Like you waited a whole week after 25 to get to 26. And then after 26, you have to wait an entire extra week. Oh, interesting. No, it was that way for the entire series uh, for the English release. They, so they're they showing two at a time. It. Yeah, they showed two at a time through the whole thing until the last three episodes where they showed all three. I wonder if it was a situation where they're like, this block has the time for like mm-hmm. two of these. I don't know. It wasn't it? It was shown on Sci-Fi, right? Uh, it actually the English version also began airing on Animax, uh, which uh, okay, Never yeah, heard of that. so. It, English version began to air on Sci-Fi's Annie Monday block, oh, okay. airing two episodes a week starting July 2008. <clears throat> right, so uh, Sci-Fi used to be oh man, Anna Mondays. Cool. Yeah, I remember. I remember when they started Anna Mondays. I remember hearing about it. I never actually watched them though. Uh, just because I. Did, I, I, I most of the anime that I that was on at the time, I was not allowed to watch. Yeah, so. especially if it's being shown on sci-fi. It's probably not the uh, stuff geared toward younger audiences. Right. It's usually going to be the... the not the that Gurren Lagann is like edgy and adult, but... Right. It is... It's not Naruto. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because like Naruto has a lot... has some like pretty dark themes in comparison. 
like where it's like assassinations and like political stuff. Whereas mm-hmm. this is just like, yep, yeah, well, here's a good old fashioned story of good and evil, lads. <clears throat> and some boobs. Yeah, I, I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm now I'm reminded Stamper exists. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, they got right into the action. The it's like episode twenty six just starts with overwhelming animation to say it lightly to put it lightly. But uh, mm-hmm. this is when it gets introduced that the anti-spiral can manipulate probability. Probability. <laughs> and I'm going to be honest. This is the one of the ones where it's like, I don't know if I can bash my head against this wall <laughs> within in, in the amount of time necessary to figure out what this is supposed to be symbolically. But yeah. it is it is a thing that you're allowed to introduce when it's the bad guy where it's like this. This is this would be a deus ex machina if the heroes invented it, but because it's the bad guy being like, they there's our shields are up so they can't hit us. So it just hits them anyway. And it's like, how do they mm-hmm. do that? It's like the bad guys are manipulating reality as we speak. They literally <laughs> just decided that they can hit us despite the, uh, the shield, which as I'm saying that I'm like, wait a second. Does that mean the anti-spiral are doing the impossible? Yeah, at least they're doing making, they're 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 literally making the improb they're making the improbable probable. <laughs> yeah. So maybe not Rather exactly. Rather than making it possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're kind of tipping the scales in their favor. That that reminds me of Promare, which is I I love that Promare exists now because it, you can now use it as language when talking about Gurren Lagann. Because mm-hmm. it's like that humorous scene where they're telling Cray Foresight, look at all these amazing things you built. You couldn't have used this to save humanity instead. And he's like, impossible. It never would have worked. It's like he's done all these incredible feats of technology and solved all these other problems in the name of running with his tail tucked between his legs. Right. <clears throat> and what's what's really interesting to think about is that the anti-spirals have never like gone as big as they have before like with good team gurren they like yeah. they've never gone that big before they were never pushed this far right uh, and also i don't remember if it's revealed in episode 27 or 26 but i, I did write it down somewhere <clears throat> but it's like basically the message were like the anti-spiral were once just like you oh yeah that was episode 27 yeah and it's like it, it, it isn't ju- the anti-spiral are no longer just like this disembodied dark force. It's like mm-hmm. the the anti-spiral, the potential to become this exists within the spiral races. Like the anti-spiral would not exist without the spiral. They're the reaction to it, right? But it's like the uh, the fear. Of, of what could have what could have been like the despair that could have come from them continue on that path uh, turned them into basically just butchers mm-hmm. because of all of the races they've literally wiped out. It's like they, they don't they don't quite state it like this, but it's like the anti spiral have literally committed multiple genocides 
Yeah, multiple extinctions. Yes. Uh, versus people who are just like them. And what I think is funny is that the anti-spiral, you know, have this whole thing about it's inevitable, mm-hmm. but it's like, okay, then your whole perspective is self-defeating because yeah. you were one of these spiral races and your outcome has been different. And right. your outcome has arguably been none worse than the one that you feared. Like they have that whole thing with the, uh, the, the absolute despair and, you know, talking about like the, the spiral black hole that ends up being mm. created and devouring everything. The <laughs> spiral nemesis. Yeah, there we go. The spiral nemesis, which by the way, I really like that voice actor. Mm-hmm. The one that voices the anti-spiral. Every like, time, every time he comes <laughs> on, it's like, it, it, it's kind of a weird, it, it kind of rattles your soul in a really weird way. I think that maybe it's just because it's completely disembodied when he speaks, but. Well, it also is like deceptively theatrical. Like it's very much a mm, performance mm-hmm. and it reminds me of uh, like, uh, it reminds me of Rod Serling. I think that's part of why I like it. Oh, the, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The I Twilight Zone guy for people who yeah. don't know, but like. His delivery is is very like he's he's presenting this for you, mm-hmm. <clears throat> like the way you said the spiral nemesis, and I don't know he's just fun to listen to. <laughs> it's like it's yeah. a good bad guy, good bad guy voice. <clears throat> Who does his voice? That, that's neither here nor there. Anyway, you were saying. Oh, I, I was just gonna say when he reveals like that. Um, what he it's it's again it's more propaganda. It's basically a propaganda film for Simone. To like uh, shake him and to make be him demoralized, yeah, yeah, demoralize him and, and to, uh, make him stop, basically, because that's the goal is to get him to stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, huh. That outcome, it's like, yeah, that sounds bad. Utter oblivion doesn't sound great, but <laughs> how much better is the alternative of? We're just going to keep going through extinctions with all of these other races for mm-hmm. eternity. When they get to this point, we'll make them go extinct. It's like, okay, so it's protracted oblivion, and you are carrying it out. It's like you are making it happen. It's not yeah. just, uh, you know, I don't know, the the universe making you pay. It's you are becoming like the the uh, uh the perpetrator of the apocalypse and it's like i sure hope you know what you're talking about if you're becoming the perpetrator of the apocalypse for multiple other races it's like you are you're basically giving them oblivion and yeah they are becoming of, a personal spiral nemesis yeah it's like he he's he's showing them the worst case scenario and it arguably is just a more instantaneous version of what he's already doing or rather what the anti-spiral are doing, Mm -hmm. which I guess the anti-spiral, this guy's kind of like the avatar of that race. You only really see one body, but it's clearly it's, it's, it's more than just that one body acting. 
Yeah, and also like he he's kind of an amalgamation. Like when it zooms in on the planet, yeah. like you you see what they look like, and then he looks nothing like that. So it's almost like it is all of them in one. Yeah, and it's uh it's the old the old uh I don't know, the other side to collectivism being it really turns into one tyrant. Mm-hmm. Any any time we are all the same, we are not all the same. Right. There's at least one of us that is not the same to ensure it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Versus uh, Team Gurren, who are just an absolute mess of character designs. Hodgepodge. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, I'm going with them. I- I'll pick the hodgepodge if it's between yeah. these two. Also, I like how like uh, uh, what's the word? Like, just deflated all of the anti-spiral people look like when they when they oh, look at yeah. the home world, which that's again, we're jumping past episode 26. But like when they go and look on them and they're like that grid all lined up, which. um, If that doesn't look like hell. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's kind of a harrowing image, which reminds me of something else. Uh, I don't know if I should bring it up because it might not be appropriate to bring it up. But is it Saurani? <laughs> maybe, uh, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it would be okay. Saurani for the wrong reasons. It might be Saurani for the good reasons. Where it's like, yeah, maybe don't just bring that up when you're talking about a silly anime show. <laughs> but okay. uh, it, it it did look similar to another image, the way the bodies were lined up. But uh, hmm. I'm sure if anyone knows what I'm talking about, I don't have to state it. But, uh, yeah, hmm. more propaganda. It, it, it's funny. They're doing all this propaganda after manipulating probability, proving that they can do some amazing things. But I, I guess it's 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 incumbent that it's seen as probability and not possibility. So it's like they're saying it's impossible that this goes anywhere other than the spiral nemesis. But yeah. we'll still manipulate probability to get what we want. Right. Uh, and then mm. the 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 other truth is that Nia is waiting, and that kind of snaps Simone out of it. And then he right. gives what could be my favorite line, maybe. It's, it's uh, I would say, one of the more poignant ones. But he says, I don't want to regret doing nothing over a tomorrow that may never come. Yeah. And it's like, oh, boy. You were, you were <laughs> talking about propaganda. We need to start, we need to start showing Gurren Lagan on all the screens. Have, have that <laughs> right. all over Times Square. <laughs> you know, in the, in the propaganda scene of the movie, it's like, no, you know what? You know what? Let's actually propagandize people with this. <clears throat> It kind of come. I, I put down like uh, the two opposing viewpoints because they they're basically stated one after another. Mm-hmm. Uh, they start manipulating probability and like they they're manipulating time in a way. And but I, I can't remember if it's worded this way, but it's more or less stated that the anti-spiral to to combat the spiral beings. They're more or less hiding in the past and the future simultaneously. Yep. 
in the past, what is it, uh, plus 10, and in the future, plus 8. Yeah, which, that's some extra little mumbo-jumbo. Right, right, right. But I'm saying, like, symbolically, the, the enemies to basically the good are hiding in the past and the future, and they're not, you're not exactly sure where they, where they are. Like, mm-hmm. that, that's how they're avoiding. They refuse to confront you in the present. But they'll say, look what happened in the past, and look what could happen again. Yeah. It's like, they're basically, the perspective is, hey, bad things happen, so don't do nothing. And then I put verses, beauty and struggling to the bitter end. So, Nia being beautiful is kind of mm-hmm. what Simon, shakes Simone free. Like seeing yeah. her, being reminded of her, and then uh, and also being being a, an, a tangible, immediate purpose. Yes, like I don't I don't know how to save the universe yet, but I do know how to get the girl. Yes, and it's like present over everything is mm-hmm. sort of one of the messages of Gurren Lagann, where it's like yeah. being concerned, being overly concerned with like. Uh, oh, bad things have happened before, so they're probably going to happen again. So I should hide under, under a rock. And just, you know, the propaganda saying this could happen. What if this happened? And it's like, okay. Gurren so, saying strike preemptively. <laughs> <laughs> basically, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Simone eventually kind of like claims he's like, then we will defeat the spiral nemesis. He's like saying we won't let that happen. Uh, but that's yeah, that's in episode twenty-seven. We'll get there. <clears throat> it's it's after this this whole uh, dichotomy between uh, the anti-spiral and the spiral sort of being stated that then you get the whole segment with the TVs, mm-hmm. and we've got to come up with a better name for this because it's kind of confusing. But uh, I wrote down, and this, I was a, I got to pat myself on the back when I wrote this down, because I was right. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, wait, I think that this is what this is. And then as I was watching it, I was like, yeah, I was right. It's like, the TV segment is the subversive soft reboot. Hmm. The TV segment gets, gives you a clue on how Netflix would adapt Gurren Lagann. Hmm. And uh, I was like, oh, okay, so I get to talk about the medium now. <clears throat> uh, and when that's happening, that's when the anti-spiral is finally revealed. It's like he's talking to Lord Genome and Buddha. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, everyone yeah. else, all of the spiral beings are almost literally trapped in the metaverse. Like they're in yeah. virtual reality. They're living different versions of their own stories. And a reality that ex- that uh, only exists moment to moment and uh, continues uh, as long as it is observed. Yes. And, I mean, you could call it multiverse or metaverse. They're basically the same thing. But <clears throat> Distraction. Yes. And uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a rewriting. It's like it's, it's trying to get you off the path. Mm-hmm. And 
I, he, here's something I'll say that's just a has a tinge of Sal Ronnie goodness to it. But <clears throat> throughout this finale, the the message is saying these are all the things that happen if you uh, make any mistakes, and then the response from Team Gurren is we'll we'll forge we will forge our own path, and mm-hmm. you know we'll. we'll 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 chart our own our own path to, you know, to, I guess prosperity or whatever. But it doesn't really explicitly state that that implies some paths are better than others, which would then imply that there is at least a best path, if not a correct one. But uh, we won't we won't dwell on that. <coughs> uh, it's it's the point when when they're when they're all stuck in these different multiverse uh, Hollywood rewrite re- rewrites that uh, mm-hmm. that's when Lord Janelle that says four character assassinations. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like multiple character assassinations that are like, uh, hey, this is similar but different. It's just our own vision. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. Kamin is a coward now. Uh, this was when Lord Genome says, why would you employ such elaborate and indirect mes- uh, uh, methods? Means. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And then this is also when Buta transforms. And th- uh, the anti-spiral says it's because there was an anomaly that they couldn't detect. Mm-hmm. And the anomaly being that these spiral beings, humans, have managed to angle the other non-spiral creatures in service to them. Yeah. Including the dead and the, uh, the animals under their domain. Right. And I was like, there's Aragorn. He be showing up in places. (laughs) It's like little bit of return of the King here. It's like, uh, yeah, things are, things are bowing to this spiral race like they're they're getting in they're, they're not getting in line they're 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 almost they're finding their place in the pattern it's like yeah th- things things are being aligned in the correct way and that's why like spiral energy like a which spiral energy is more or less a divine spark as i can figure is now sparking from this lowly pig mole it's because yeah. he he is, he is exactly where he should be. <clears throat> He's following the order of creation. Exactly. He, but yeah, uh, so we can talk about all of the, the various um, soft reboots that we get in all these segments. Mm-hmm. Um, Simone encountering, you know, the two, the two Kaminas is kind of the mm-hmm. important one. And I'm almost like, man, I, I, I remember... When um, they showed the uh, the the Devil May Cry reboot, how it had all been changed, and I mm-hmm. remember there was this rumor going around, which was completely unfounded, but this rumor going around about how the ending was going to be like the uh, collapse of that world, and then it was going to be revealed to have been like a a diversion or some sort of. Uh, false creation 
by demons to kind of trap Dante in some way, the real Dante. Hmm. And it was like, I think that's the natural reaction to that. It's like, now I know that that's not what that is. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we, we all wanted to believe that this is just going to be a dream because that's sort of what it is. It's like a, it's like a fabrication made up of some similar parts you may or may not recognize. But, uh, I think that, that was my first real encounter with like, here's a thing that I like and the powers that be have decided to destroy it mm-hmm. <laughs> and destroyed it by destroy it to keep me demoralized. Yeah. And, and to sort of, uh, recontextualize it, make it to where, mm-hmm. uh, these things are the same in name only. <clears throat> uh, you've got, uh, Yoko, you know, being a bounty hunter and, mm-hmm. B- but even though she's a bounty hunter and she's like adored by the media, you know, saving the day, she's alone. Right. And then you've got in, in another, in an, uh, like other ways they, they kind of, they show f- a lot of the other characters. You just kind of get a little snippet of what they were doing, mm-hmm. but with like Gimme and Dari and uh, Dayaka, they were just like working in a bakery. And I was like, that's, that one's not just, I think it's worth not just skipping over that because it's like, yeah. th- these are three people who are like now at the edge of the world, like facing down the greatest enemy human humanity has ever faced. And the alternative, the comforting alternative was just having a day job. And it's yeah, like, and what, what you, was it? Lord Genome and Leto <clears throat> were working in a school. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. And it, yeah, I liked how Lord Genome got a kind of normal thing. Mm-hmm. I, I also, boy, do I like how his story develops. But uh, yeah, it was kind of the, the comforting alternative was like just, just having having a normal life. And it's like, that's just as, I don't know, uh, just as desirable or maybe not just as desirable, but it is highly desirable to just like have a job at a bakery. It yeah. was, it's almost like it just kind of goes by real quick. And all the other characters got these, like, you know, like they're famous or, or they're like, uh, I don't know. They're, um, in the case of Simon and Kamina, you know, they're, they're thieves. They're living this exciting life to some degree. Where some of the other people, it was like, if they weren't doing this, they'd just be, you know, living their lives. <clears throat> yeah. I thought that was cool. But, uh, you know, there's the turning point when uh, the other Kamina shows up. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I love his speech because like this is the part where I needed to pat myself on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Which was where Kamina <laughs> announces, as if there could be more than one me. And it's like, oh man, just shattering the whole premise of like multiverse and like all the different dimensions. And oh, this is just our different version. This this is this is our own canon. And it's like, mm-hmm. 
I don't think that exists, bro. I don't think it's a thing. I think, <laughs> like pick the one you like more. <laughs> yeah, it's it, also it's like you pick the one you like and then that has to be the one. Like mm-hmm. otherwise this is all sort of tipped towards meaningless meaninglessness. Yeah. Like yeah. the anti-spiral wants you to be confused in all the different versions and possibilities and lives the that what you if could be. should what did he say the what oh, if oh, oh, should have yeah. and yeah what if and if only and if onlys yeah 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 don't get distracted by them uh and i love how it's then simone that belts the groveling communa mm-hmm. to get his drill back like it's after he punches him then in his fist is the core drill i yeah. also liked how then all of the other people who overcame those illusions now have core drills as well. Mm-hmm. It was like, I mean, there's a hero's journey moment. It's like, that's, you know, <clears throat> facing your darker half, even if it's not obviously, it's, you know, it's not necessarily Darth Vader, especially in the case of Viral. But right. it is this sort of, this thing that he can't have but he's going to comfort himself just by dreaming about it. And that's going to sort of, you know, keep him from doing anything else, which I think, I don't know. I I think it's nice to see a situation where you have characters who have more or less like stuck to their guns and been pretty heroic and they aren't the protagonists. So you don't get all the details of them, but Mm -hmm. like Viral's, um, I guess false reality it didn't even need to be that good. Like Viral was already a good character and like had proven himself to like have like a a good, I don't know. He's got like, he goes from being a villain to like being an antihero to just being a hero. And it all seems to be because of like circumstance and because of how he has been, contextualized in his own world like the world that's been presented to him because he starts to question why they're fighting the humans after a certain point and he you know early on you know he's asking Lord Genome like what are they in the explanation he gets you can tell does not satisfy him it's almost like there's something else going on and then he starts fighting to protect the humans that don't want to live under Rossiu's regime. It's like at that point, Vero's more or less already a hero. He's just been criminalized right. for it. But <clears throat> Beastmen being creatures that have to be created, like he can't really create on his own. And he and kinda, also the fact that he is immortal. Right. It's like he can't leave a legacy because he won't die. Yeah. But that is obviously the thing that would like if he had that, if he had that wish, he would give up the fight because that's what he would fight for. Or or I'm saying that would be the most likely thing to get him to give up the fight. That's why it's the illusion that's presented to him. Right. And then he's He's just having an heir, having a uh, having a terminable life. Yeah. I don't know. I just that that part gets me emotional. Yeah. 
Viral's such a good character. <laughs> It's all of these moments, back to back to back, and mm -hmm. then the, when the hell did you get taller than me? Yeah. <laughs> that Ooh. always, like, wrecks me. Yeah, because it's like, this, the, the, the original, like, the impetus, the person who started everything is, like, now here to see that you've grown past him. It's like, mm -hmm. man, that is the moment The Last Jedi wishes it had. Yep. Like that that scene where you know they they think they're having that scene. They're telling you we're having this scene where Yoda's like you know they are what we or no we we are what they grow beyond or whatever. Yeah, they're trying to have that scene, but they've undercut every single bit of it. <clears throat> and then this is like this is the true incarnation of that. Uh, <clears throat> and then and then coming out of the ring, <laughs> yeah. Well, and like the the fact that they they all get their drills by sacrificing something, mm -hmm. even if that sacrifice is just an illusion, like like a dream, like a, a what if, like yeah, you kind of you give up that what if, like what what could have been, and that's how you get your drill, like that is how you get the thing that will push you through. So it, like. The, the the turning off the TV is through sacrifice. And I think it's like Viral kind of discovers sacrifice. Because up to this point, he's just fought and fought and fought. And he doesn't really mm. have something that he can give up. At least it's not you're not clued in on, on the thing that he could give up up to this point because he has this immortal body. Uh, he, he was more than willing to give up his position in. uh I guess the spiral King's army, like constantly getting himself in trouble because he wanted the truth. Right. <clears throat> and then he's, you know, at the bottom of the hierarchy as this freedom fighter for these people that are trying to escape thrown in jail. He's, he's still being a rabble rouser. He's been shown to, to be more than willing to just like give up whatever comfort he has. He's not, he's not particularly he, fond of comfort. He's got nothing to lose. Yeah, he, he constantly comes off as someone who has nothing to lose. And then this kind of gives him something to lose. Yeah. And uh, this show is just really freaking well written. It blows my mind. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, the episode ends with Nia's ring stopping her own destruction, them coming out of the ring. You know, that was kind of the fixed point that they were going to use mm -hmm. to do the, 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 the portaling, the transportation thing. <coughs> what was it? The spiral freaking, I can't oh, remember. Gosh. Yeah, I can't remember the exact wording, thing. but um, I mean, it's obviously loaded with symbolic implications that an engagement ring is like how they get there. The symbol of unity. Yeah, it's like that is how she knows Simone will be here because he kind of already is. Yeah. Now, I mean, they aren't married yet, but. Right. The ring, the ring already means something even before the marriage. <clears throat> so well, then kind of it kind of means it kind of means the arrival of the husband, if we're honest. Yeah, actually. Which is exactly what happens. <laughs> right. <laughs> the show is freaking great. Okay, so 
There's episode 26 completed. Now we're going mm-hmm. to episode 27. This the final. The finale. Finally, the finale. What am I doing? <laughs> this has been a long time coming, which we're still not done. There's still going to be another Grown Long on <laughs> podcast after this because we got to talk about the movies. But right, right. I, I guess it's just this, this is a big moment for this podcast because this, this show is, is <laughs> this this show is not only why Gurren Lagann is not only why the podcast started. I mean, it's it's why we got into anime as much as we did. Right. Yeah, because we were <laughs> looking for the high that Gurren Lagann gave us. Yeah, looking for uh, I don't know, not just not just the execution, which is absolute just raw excellence, mm-hmm. but like. The story itself, like you could execute a bad story, but like this is just my favorite story freaking ever. Mm-hmm. Episode 27 starts off. And uh, like the first thing that stuck out to me as a line was when the anti-spiral says, we have no need to understand. We only need to know. And I was like, oh, that's positively satanic. <laughs> It's like the pursuit of knowledge, just knowledge, knowledge just knowing. Yeah. Yeah. Knowledge divorced of anything else. Like not, not the usefulness of that knowledge, not, not whether it is helpful or not. Like not how you could, I don't know, do any good with the knowledge. It's just knowledge. That is wisdom. Only knowledge. Yeah. (laughs) No wisdom. Only knowledge. That that is like, that is the mimetic uh, uh, core of the anti-spiral mm-hmm. viewpoint. Is we we don't have to understand anything. And it's like, oh dear, y'all are gonna commit genocide, aren't you? <laughs> That's Too always late. what they say. <laughs> it's like I don't need to understand. It's like, okay, these guys are gonna commit genocide <laughs> if they haven't already. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Again, they're spouting propaganda. They're still running the propaganda. Mm-hmm. Like they will not freaking shut up, even though uh, like this this whole humanity itself has broken through every single thing that's supposed to work. They're still mm-hmm. running the propaganda, and it's almost like that must mean they n- have never had absolute confidence that this was going to work, and it probably. Yeah. Probably comes from the fact that they kept saying this is inevitable. Like, this is inevitable if you continue down the path. And it's like, well, it looks like they're continuing. So at least your ability to stop them cannot possibly be inevitable. Right. It's like you've you've compromised your own ability to stop them. from like the initial building block. Uh, One of the great lines, we don't care about time or space or multi. What was it? I can't read what I freaking Uh, wrote down. Multi-dimensional whatevers. Yeah. That was all great. (laughs) It's like, it's just all talk. All the propaganda. Mm -hmm. It's all talk. Shut up. We don't care. And then, you know, you get the final form of Tengen Topa Gurren Lagann. Oh. This is just 
everything with Lord Genome from yep. this point onward. It's just, it's brilliant. <laughs> and I, I love how he announces, I am no king, just a simple warrior. Mm hmm. It's like, that's that's who he was always supposed to be. I, I like how he's getting uh, kind of, I don't know. Well, I mean, this is his redemption. He's getting his redemption. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and, he uh, even gets to reconcile with Nia. Yeah, and, and that, that moment being, like, that that moment happening is how then Nia gets to defeat this enemy. Because they're saying... You know, and the anti-spiral is saying to Nia, you know, she's a construct. And, you know, even though she was born to and then loved by a spiral mm -hmm. warrior, where it was like Lord Genome used to be a spiral warrior before he mm -hmm. got scared. And like, you know, g gave into the to the fear mongering propaganda of the anti-spiral. <clears throat> yeah. Uh she was born of him. And it's almost like, no, 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 anti-spiral. You got it backwards. It's actually, even though you are a construct, you were born to and then loved by a spiral warrior. <clears throat> yeah. So it's like, hey, you just got to change the order around. This propaganda works both ways, big boy. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, and this is kind of like when you, like in this fight, is when they they see uh, the anti-spiral homeworld, and you kind of get the the whole thing about like the anti-spirals were once basically just spiral beings. <clears throat> it's kind of a uh, this is the point that normally it's 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 almost like this part, like this plot point, is placed in a different place than it normally is. Like normally, mm -hmm. you know, the uh, we're not so different, you and I. That whole speech is a little earlier. That's kind of closer to the Dark Knight of the Soul scene. Like that's when yeah. the hero's doubting themselves, where it's like you and me are a lot alike. But this happens like at a different point. It's almost like the anti-spiral thinks that he's giving that speech, but he's actually revealing something about himself. Yeah. Where yeah, it was he's like revealing weakness, where he thinks that he's revealing resolve. Yeah, and and he actually. He starts asking them. It's like, do you have the will, the fortitude, and the resolve to more or less commit evil acts? And it's like, oh, you mean, do we have the the resolve to fall? Mm -hmm. it, it, it's 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 propaganda because there's no. They're trying to convince you of something that isn't true. That's what all propaganda yeah. is. Otherwise, they wouldn't have to convince you. Uh, A flawed premise. Yeah, and, and it's like they're trying to – the way that they're using their power, like the, the way that they have this power, which is powerful, is they have to contextualize what they're doing as more or less what Simone and Team Gurren are doing. As like mm -hmm. having will and like, you know, ha having a, a, I guess a higher purpose. Like they're able to kind of fool themselves into almost matching them. Which yeah. of course, I mean, we've all seen it. Everyone watching, they lose in the end. Uh, Big time. Yeah. But like on all fronts. Yes. Uh, what, what I, something that I noticed, it's like, you know, that you have the revealed the home world and then they have the portal. 
so the earth can see what's happening. And mm-hmm. they're like, they're having their tussle. And then Dayaka, it's like mm-hmm. this, this, this little scene, you've got the spiral King or well, Lord Genome. Cause he's no longer a King. And he, he, he says he is not a King. You got Lord Genome, you got Dayaka and you got that dude with the mustache. Mm-hmm. Those are like the three fathers in this story. Yep. They're all three showing up right when it comes to like protecting earth. It's this ain't an accident. Yep. And, uh, (sighs) the, the infinity big bang storm being the attack that the anti spiral use in response to this. Like they Mm -hmm. say burn in the hellfire of creation. It's like they're, they're juxtaposing like the fathers protecting their children with creation being construed as hellfire. It's like Mm -hmm. the propaganda is absolutely like it's, it's a literal inversion. Like this is a completely black and white, uh, like I said, juxtaposition. It's like a completely black and white comparison where it's like they're, they're, Basically saying, like, the Big Bang, like, when life bursts forth, it's like, that is e- that is now eternal damnation. Like, the beginning of hell, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well, at least on that regard, how wrong are they? Because at least the creation of eternal life, more or less is why eternal damnation exists. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. they've got a kernel of something in there. And again, I think that's, that is how they're even able to match them. Cause I've seen some people say, this is, you know, the old, the old dumb fun criticism that comes after this show. They're like, it's a plot hole that the anti-spiral, have all of this power, even though this power must come from spiral energy. It's like they're using spiral energy. Yeah. Like the anti-spiral are using the thing they're against. It's like, what did you believe them? They're liars. They're propagandists. Right. It's like, exactly. Oh yeah. Manipulating probability. <laughs> sure. It's like they're using they they are using like the anti spirals are using the divine spark they've been given. It's like it can yeah. be used for evil. That's that's part of why it's uh pretty special is that you get to decide how it's used, which is something clearly the anti spiral understand because they've chosen to use it this way. With all their talk about like inevitability and like this is this is the only way this ends up. It's like you guys are convincing yourselves as much as you're trying to convince everyone else. Like you are living through your own propaganda. You're high on your own supply. Yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, Lord Genome has his, uh, sacrificial moment where he's like, Simon, leave this one to me. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy how this, this entire final fight is complete integration 
of the uh, the team Gurren. Mm-hmm. Like each and every person <clears throat> is piloting. Yeah, and, and they're all present in some way. Mm-hmm. I am so excited for the movies because of the differences. Yeah, there's there's some differences that are. This is I mean, this scene is where a lot of them start coming, and I'm almost like. Mm-hmm. After I was done watching this, I like, of course, my mind could change. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But after I was done watching this, I'm like, this feels pretty definitive. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but there, th- there is a reason that, like, when I watched the movies, I was like, now I don't know. Now I don't know if you can watch just the show and then skip the movies because, like, gosh, there's so much that's good. But there's there's something about that scene. Where like, I mean, when Simone sees Kamina, he sees Keaton, he sees uh, like all of the guys that that died in the fight beforehand. Yeah. And you know, Kamina saying, "This is the last time," and it's kind of like now, now he like goes past that. Uh, I mean, that's very different in the movie. Mm-hmm. But I, I also think. Mm, can't get to that yet. Got to save it. We'll get back on task. <laughs> so uh, th- there's there's the whole thing with Lord Genome uh, leaping forward in in uh, Gun and uh, catching mm-hmm. that beam, but he catches the beam and then sort of like converts it into a drill for Simone to use. Yeah. And it's like, like a concentrated uh, spiral power. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and like his head sticking out one end, and it's hysterical and awesome. But uh, he eats that drill to like power everything up. And I'm just like, I, this is another situation where it's like, I don't think I'm going to be able to figure this one out <laughs> entirely. I'm going to have to come back to this one a couple times, maybe a couple of years later. Because like something about. Lord Genome being a father figure to Nia reconciling with her and then like like first of all coming back from the dead for one after mm-hmm. he's come back from the dead he he temporarily has a body that he uses to reconcile with her and then sacrifice himself by taking the enemy's hit, turning it into something that uh, I guess who would be his future son-in-law can use to then vanquish the evil thing that once terrified him and turned him into a tyrant. Yeah. I mean, I'm basically and just stating the most like distilled plot line of the symbol, but I don't think I understand the symbol well enough. I think there's more to it than just the 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 father sacrificing for his uh, offspring. Because it seems too specific. Well, it's kind of like a reforging of his legacy. I mean, he literally forges a a, a drill. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then remember, uh, the Spiral King used to be like an immortal. So like him having children was literally for amusement. There was no legacy included. Mm-hmm. It was like then as soon as he was dead... It was like, 
or I should say, as soon as Simon defeats him and there's that big hole in the middle of him, that's mm-hmm. when he kind of says, you know, he he gives that 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 harbinger speech, the warning. Yeah, he gives the warning, and he and he you know is asking them, like you you're gonna need to be ready for this when this happens, but he doesn't really reconcile with Nia in any way, but she reconciles with him. Mm-hmm. Like she kind of forgives him in that moment. <clears throat> When he comes back and has the temporary body, you know, he's saying, you know, even though I have no right to call myself your father, it's like she has already forgiven him long before this happened. But he still has to kind of this is his moment of atonement. It's like he he does kind of have to reconcile, even though she has already forgiven him. Yeah, at least to complete whatever this symbolic gesture is. And uh, I don't know. I it's like I, I I can't think of any other examples, and that's what helps me is when I can compare it with other things. <clears throat> but mm. uh, it's pretty cool. And then we get the whole thing about the double helix. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, I really I can... like. Did I you write down the quote? I didn't write down the entire quote, but I did write down that the double helix is one of the pillars of belt because it is legacy. Like mm. it is the the spiral entanglement of yeah. those who came before and those who come after them. And it's like taking the pieces of the past, like taking the good things from the past, bringing them with you and pairing them with uh, the future. <clears throat> yeah. It's like, yeah, the double helix is a spiral. And I mean, that's straight up just is. Uh, one of the pillars of belt. I feel pretty satisfied about that one. Yeah, that was a, that was a good one. Good. One. It also just makes it to where, like, hey, biology got one in there. <laughs> right. It's like, hey, they got one. They 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 got they got to be a part of the pattern. Good for biology. They got the the double helix in there. <laughs> the double helix gets to be a symbol for good. Uh, <clears throat> that's more or less like like the speech before the final blow. Yeah, is the double helix thing because kind of l- like legacy being a thing, like uh, you know, kind of is the the antidote to the anti spiral viewpoint. It's kind of like this isn't inevitable. This this doesn't end with you. Like, yeah, legacy <clears throat> gives purpose. Le- legacy, like, allows you to have something to work towards. And and even if you don't believe in an immortal uh, human soul, a legacy goes beyond you. Yeah, it must. Like, e- <clears throat> even if you have a completely materialist perspective, it's like you probably know, you know, you, you probably know of the butterfly effect at the very least, where it's like, your actions mm-hmm. do affect others. Like e- even for tomorrow, like your the the things you do today will have a legacy for tomorrow. So you could just you could eat a e- eat a whole ice cream truck that's probably gonna <laughs> affect you later. 
<laughs> it's like he, your actions are at, at the very least you understand and recognize that if you're not, you know, a total idiot. <clears throat> I was fine until I got to the passenger's side tire. <laughs> it's like that that one seemed to be sl- slightly bigger than the other ones. I must have been eating three spares previously. This ice cream truck driver was a deadbeat. <laughs> But yeah, uh, that's kind of the, the the final word that they get before the anti-spiral is defeated. And then I like how as soon as they're defeated, like as soon as it's like, oh, we lost. It's like, if this is how it must be, protect the universe at all costs. And it's like, I knew it. Mm-hmm. I knew you hadn't given up hope. Otherwise, you wouldn't have had any reason to be afraid. Yep. <clears throat> It's like you wouldn't be afraid of the spiral nemesis if there wasn't good in you. So, like, it's all freaking self-defeating, but it's a it's a really it's a hell of a delusion to, like, align yourself against progress and against, like, growth. Because in order to see it in a negative light. It's like you you have to have I I don't, I don't know. How what am I trying to say? It's self it's self-defeating because in order to have this assessment you have to mm-hmm. already think it's a good thing. Taking it for granted. Yeah. <clears throat> am I making sense? I mean, good simply grip? simply simply staving off uh utter annihilation means that you find value in <clears throat> what you're saving. Yeah, you value life. If mm-hmm. annihilation is bad, that means you value life, which means yeah. genocide's bad. You can't do it. It's like right. you, you're <clears throat> it literally means your heart isn't in it. Your heart isn't yeah. in being the bad guy if you value life. Which is uh that's how you win. <clears throat> Then, you know, the kind of unfortunate thing that happens afterward is, uh, yeah. but I mean, I like, I like how they communicate it. I actually didn't pick up on that when I first watched it. The part where Nia kind of flickers. Yeah. Kind of in response to, to, uh, to the death. No, no, wait, no. That was before. In response to her going with Simone, it kind of dooms her. Yeah. And uh, I don't think I picked up on the fact, which is funny because it's kind of on the nose. Maybe I was just a stupid idiot kid, but uh, (laughs) it's kind of on the nose that like Simone knows like as soon as she does what's going to happen. Yeah. And then like the realization. Yeah. So like that kind of hit me like, 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 like I realized that I'd never realized this before, but that means Simone like before the fight is like completed before it even gets close to its final stage, he's already committed to that. Like he's already accepted that that's going to happen when he wins. And yet he fights harder than anyone has ever fought to win anyway. 
And then, you know, uh, tells the anti-spiral after he's won. <clears throat> he's like, of course, humanity would never be that stupid. Right. And it's like, oh, man. Oh, that's some that that'll make you pound your chest. But uh, yeah, so I, we, we're kind of dancing around it. We know that y'all must have watched it by now. Otherwise, why would you be listening to this? But uh, Nia does the whole uh, fade away thing after their marriage. And there's another one yeah. where I'm like, ah, I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to come back here years, years again yet. Years later yet to to fully appreciate that one because it's like was it that they hadn't been married that was keeping her there i would say yes i I would say that it's like i mean to 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 put it bluntly i guess she's waiting for the till death do us part yeah okay yeah i can accept that i think that's good enough that uh that feels like it sticks because mm-hmm. you could argue it's like, well then don't get married. And, and, and you know, if you deliberately want to n- miss the point, <laughs> it's like, okay, but, but they're going to, and yeah. like, you're also, I don't know, you're, you're, you're performing mental gymnastics that, you know, don't really make any sense. You're almost kind of rebelling against how much sense something makes when it isn't perfectly obvious as to why. Yeah. Where it's like, well, of of course she wouldn't die until after. And of course you would urgently try to get married in that case. Like you would waste no time. Yeah. Uh, I like how in that scene, Simone hands his core drill to Gimme. And then Yoko throws him the ring. Mm-hmm. So instead of the cordial, he has Nia's ring. Again, I don't know exactly how to articulate that one, but it just works. Like, that's something I'm going to have to come back to later. But there's something about that, man. Like, his, like the original cordial, mm-hmm. like, you know, Kamina is the original impetus, but like, Simon's cordial is the original one. Everyone ended up having one in the final battle, but that one there's significance to it, and he gives it to Gimme. Gimme being one of the kids that Kamina kind of fought hard to save the life of early on against something yeah. he didn't understand. I'm piecing this together in real time right now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like I'm onto something there. Also. Uh, like well, he was, sa- he was saved by Kamina, and he's almost a child of like Keton. <laughs> yeah, somewhat. And like, and Jor- so he's like heir to the throne. Yeah, he's at least heir to something. This is this is good. This this is what's good about Tolkien, because like he didn't like allegory. He didn't like mm-hmm. things having a complete cut and dry. Well, this is that thing. It's like. All, there's all these pieces interacting and it's not, mm-hmm. it's not clean, which is actually how reality uh, uh, manifests. So it's almost, it's more real because there is no allegory. Like it'd yeah. be one thing if Simone had a son it'd be one thing if Kamina had a son, it'd be one thing if Keton had a son, like that'd be, that'd be clearly they're the successor, 
in some way. But like this going to Gimme is like I don't know, he was he's been with them for much longer than a lot of the other characters have. Like mm-hmm. Gimme and Dari joined them when it was just Simone, Yoko, Kamina, and Buta. Like they they joined with Rossiu. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I when I listen to uh critics like Mahler talk about uh how Game of Thrones ended and how you just gave the wrong scenes to the wrong characters and to the point where it's so incorrect it almost seems deliberate. It's like that mm. that makes me appreciate when it's the right character that it happened to. Because yeah. What if Simone gave it to Yoko? That wouldn't be right. It, w- it wouldn't feel right. That's yeah. not it's not really a passing of the torch. It's like, okay, well he's giving that to his friend, like one of his oldest friends. But it's not the right person to give it to. Like I mean, okay, what if he gave it to Dari? That would be quite popular in modern Hollywood. But yeah. That, but that's not where it goes. It goes to her twin brother. Uh Yeah, it could have done a, it could have been a million different things. But it just feels like that was the right one. And I, I guess maybe I like how it's not clear to me. I like when that happens still. I like that that can still happen <laughs> even with a show that I know this well. And then Yoko throws him the ring after the ring dropped. And that's the thing he takes with him. So he doesn't have the drill anymore. He has Nia's ring. I don't know. I don't know where to start with that one. But that also just feels right. Mm-hmm. And especially, like, just the image. That image will be burned into my head. Just him catching the ring over his shoulder. Oh, yeah. And, and also, when he took off the jacket and replaced it mm-hmm. with the cape... It was like, yep. ooh, that but when, when the show gives you nostalgia for itself, like yep. that worked the first time. <laughs> it just it compounds on itself with repeat viewings. <clears throat> and, you know, him kind of going. It didn't even look like he was going off into the sunset. He was going off into the sunrise. Yeah, which is interesting because different different color scheme. Yeah, in kind of different implication because Simone was still kind of a young guy. And then there's the epilogue, which jumps forward in time, where Simone, you know, is kind of like, I guess I'm nobody. He kind of says that to himself after he helps that kid open the coconut. But Mm -hmm. uh, to, to, to show him as like the hero who rode off into the sunset, even though he went off into the sunrise, it's kind of like, man... All manner of images get conjured up in your head about what he's been up to. Yeah. Like, he, he's gone blind in one eye. He's got, uh, like, so he's got, like, ex- just extra bits of equipment that he's got with him now. Uh, Buta is still on his shoulder, so he's still got Buta. And it's like, the fact it's that... It's a very... <laughs> Pigmoles have uh, a lot of longevity. <laughs> Well, Buta, Buta never grew up. Like, remember all the other pigmals were, like, oh, right. big. Like, they were riding on him. I think there's there's significance to the fact that Buta doesn't, doesn't grow up. Or at least maybe doesn't grow old. It's like, mm. the other pigmals were livestock. 
Whereas Buta is like, I mean, for one, he's got sunglasses <laughs> and right. he's always had them. So that, that immediately makes him one of the boys. But, uh, <laughs> like he, he had that temporary transformation. He goes back to being the, the small little pigmole, but like, mm-hmm. he, he's kind of like, he's a, he's a fire that isn't going out and it's not ever explicitly stated why. And I think that's, it's probably the right thing. Uh, I think he's sort of a sort of a sign that even though Simone's body is growing old, he is not growing cynical. Like yeah. even when he says, I guess I'm just nobody. Simone never cared about being somebody. In fact, it didn't really fit him very well. Like he didn't want to be the, uh, the, uh, uh, the, you know, emperor or anything. Right. It's not where he belonged. He like Lord Genome is like he's he's no king he's he's a warrior. Then you got to get to see what 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 Rossiu is like, and I don't think I ever noticed this before. But is it possible Rossiu was that guy's kid? Because he looks exactly like him, and has the same voice actor after the time skip. I don't know. I I've thought that. But I, I didn't really give it too much thought. Yeah. It's almost like, again, not explicitly stated, but maybe it could have been. Or, and maybe it is just a result of like the reason the way or the reason he was the way he was, was in at least some way, even if it wasn't by blood, he was that guy's offspring. Yeah. Like he, he was imitating his father in some way. I, I like the, uh, the fact that we don't see the other spiral species, the ones who were, I don't know. Did they imply that they were resurrected or was it just the other ones who hadn't made it that far yet? I don't know. I don't know if that was explicit either, but I like how we don't see them. Because I think mm-hmm. I think maybe they, they had in mind uh, that they were going to look a certain way beforehand. Maybe in storyboards or something. And then they decided not to show them. Uh, maybe it's just, you know, that's you're introducing new crap at the end of the show. It's not really necessary. Also, you right. know, it, it, it closes before they go to meet them, more or less. But I think there's some there, there's some level of intentionality to not actually showing what the other spiral species look like. Probably because you'd find out they look a lot like humans. Right. They some they sort of would have no choice if they're spiral beings. And I mean the way that um uh the anti-spirals were kind of referring to it, it was like the spiral races or the spiral races evolve to forms that best use spiral power and like the final form in that little, as it was flashing up like images of quote unquote spiral beings, the last Mm -hmm. one was the form of a human. So it's like, yeah, they probably look like humans. Also the fact that, uh, Buta is most powerful when he's in a humanoid form as are all of the gunmen. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's like this. There's something about this uh, uh, image, you may call it. There's right. something um, somewhat divine about it. Uh, you're talking about, you know, here's all these uh, paths breaking off in all these different ways, these different dimensions. And like there being there, there is there is you do choose a path. There is a path that sort of surmounts all the other ones. Also, uh, this is not the first time this has happened to me, but <clears throat> I can't remember who says it. I don't remember if it was Simone or Yoko, uh, but someone says we humans used to have someone much greater than us. And this is not the first time this happened to me. <laughs> hmm. But my mind didn't go to Kamina first. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but yeah. The first time I watched it, and then this time when I watched it, it's like, ah, uh, okay, okay, yep. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there, there's the significance for me. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I don't really have anything else to say. I wrote down that it was like uh, Ross Yu kind of became a wise leader. He he goes back to being a leader, but he wasn't, you know, he, he was clearly better. He didn't have the yeah. problem that he had before. So, like, his whole, you know, his psychological teardown when he started thinking that he had no place in the world, it's like his place is as a leader. It's just he had to he had to become a better one. Yeah. And the um, uh, the, the one thing that I wanted to say was, like, Viral still being an immortal <laughs> being hasn't lost any kind of spark. Like, he's oh, yeah. still just as spitfire. <clears throat> Yeah, I like how he kind of cut his hair and and he looks younger than he did at the end of the show. Right. <clears throat> he's uh I think he's a captain, they said. Yeah. He's also the like the only beastman on that bridge. All of the mm-hmm. others were humans. Oh no, no he wasn't. He wasn't. Oh no, wait, there was, yeah, there are. There there was uh that girl with the horns. Yeah, so there are the, so like okay. Yeah. Let's see if I, I wonder was she new? I mean, I would assume so. Let's see. When, when, oh when my gosh! And the way that they're all sitting at the like at their little uh, computer cubes. When did she get? When was she created? When I say is she new, I mean like did she look like she was young? Like, uh, maybe when was she dude, created, but he has horns. It, it looks oh, like maybe they're the other spiral races. No, are they, have they have they did they establish that they had already met spiral races? No, I think they or said that, that they this was s- the first. Yeah, this is going to be first contact or not first contact, but first meeting. Like they had made contact at the end of that fight. Like they were all like cheering. Like they they knew that they were all there. It was almost like spiral power connected them like this they could feel that there were other ones out there um yeah because there because there's a couple on the bridge um i i'm i want to assume those are beastmen though yeah they're 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 beastmen but it's i don't know if they're i don't think that they're new i just i guess they might just be like they might kind of be like virile where they just age that way like the yeah, age I don't know. slower, yeah. Huh. Huh. I don't know. Uh, 
but it is cool how uh, you've got Viral kind of just kind of like going back to the the position he used to hold back when his mm-hmm. world made sense. <laughs> he's right. like he's gone through all this and had you know the 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 world has gone through all this, but it's like. This is this was where I was comfortable, so I'm gonna I'm gonna find whatever the equivalent is to that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what what else can I say? I'm sure that we will think of so many more things to say just from watching the movies. Yeah, we'll have a lot to talk about next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some man. There's some some something in particular. <clears throat> Then I'm just like, it, it kind of, because it's a movie and you have less time and you, you mm-hmm. have, uh, you know, you have more money to contribute to smaller spans of time. There's something that is like significantly less subtle, I would say, in the movie. <laughs> it's, mm. it's sort of just, it's one of those things where it's like, it's one of the things that's gift a lot. There's a lot of gifts of something that's only in the movie that right. is just like it, it, it embodies the spirit. It, like it, it more like it embodies the message of the show better than the show maybe was able to be it because of budget or be it just because, well, we didn't go far enough in the show. So we're going to go far enough in the movie, but it's significantly less subtle. And it's mm-hmm. almost just, I can only describe it as a feeling. And it's just, it's the feeling that I was introduced to by Gurren Lagann. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. I don't want to spoil yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also, where in the world? Now, of course, I have my ways of seeing this movie. But are the movies actually streamed anywhere? I don't think so. That's so not, strange Not that I saw I, I think it might be like a licensing thing. Like maybe, uh, I don't know, may, maybe like the rights for the show and the rights for the films are are different. Yeah, uh, I, I go on to Just Watch and I don't see anything like that. Yeah. <clears throat> the show's all over. The, the, the show is on five on different Netflix services. Presently. It's on Netflix, Hulu, Funimation, Crunchyroll, and Verve. Well, I okay. guess it's on Verve because it's on Crunchyroll, but and it's on Funimation because it's on <laughs> well, I no actually I think it's on Crunchyroll because it was on Funimation. Now that I say that, because uh, it, it was okay. on Funimation first. Gotcha. Yeah, it says it's not available for streaming. There's nowhere that you can buy it either. You can't buy it digitally. All right, we'll pirate away, fellas. Um, yep. there's there's absolutely no other way you could see it. Yep. Uh, unless you, I guess you can spend like. Five to six hundred dollars on a uh, a Blu-ray of the Japanese release. Woof. Which I mean, hey, if I had the money, you know, I'd be doing it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not knocking it. It's just that's a lot of money. I, that's how much it was a little while back. I'm not entirely sure. If anything, uh, it's probably appreciated. Oh, here's something I should bring up, and and just so I hope that I actually bring it up. In the next episode. But the whole thing about multiverse. Huh, and the TVs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
it does kind of imply that if you ever made a remake of Gurren Lagann or a new version, uh, it is the thie- the thieving Kamina. Like, there can't be any other version of this. There can't be any follow-up. Because mm-hmm. it, the show states that such things, they, they, they are spooks. Yeah. Anything would be a fake. Yeah, anything else would be a fake. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well, hmm. What about the movies then? Hmm. I don't know. I suppose we'll get to that. I guess we'll we'll find out. <laughs> uh, I forget that uh, there are multiple. I repeat, multiple bootleg versions of uh, th- those movies that were made and, and pressed onto discs that you can get on eBay. So never mind, you wouldn't have to spend that much at all. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah hey there's plenty of ways to get it um supply meets demand in one way or another <laughs> yeah yeah supply and demand they get together they find each other <laughs> it's it's romantic uh, i guess uh you know go beyond plus ultra killing people's bad grit uh, those teeth uh I, I i really like i really like i am no king just a simple warrior Mm. I, I think that was really good. good. That one was glowing after I watched this. Uh, but yeah, uh, we're not quite done yet. We'll, get, we'll finish it up soon. But there's one more. At least one more. What yep. if we get through it and we're like, oh, we're going to need another one. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe in the future. We'll, we'll see. See you all next time. We'll find out. <laughs>